The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. What we also talked about earlier in the show are government plans um, announced today by the Taunishta and the Minister for Foreign Affairs, Michal Martin, to change Ireland's triple lock policy. So we're going to talk about how it might change in a moment. But while it was being debated in the Dáil this afternoon, there was a heated exchange, is how one might describe it, because Danny Healy Ray uh, used the opportunity of the discussion to demand that migrants coming into this country be vetted. The Independent TD, Thomas Pringle, was not impressed. We don't know where these are coming from, who they are, or what record they have. I'm doing my, I'm, I, this has gone too far, Minister, and take it to the rest of them, because he'll get in the neck next year, or the year after, or whenever it is, the people are waiting for him to deal with this, because he hasn't dealt with it. Yeah, thanks, Deputy Hira. Now, can we go back to the consultative forum? We might go to the independent group. Uh, Deputy Pringle, you have three and a half minutes. Thank you. Thanks very much. And I just want to say before we start that I want to be totally dissociated from any of the comments that were previously made here in the chamber because I think it's an absolute disgrace. And um, so I just want to make that clear before I go on. Thank you for the opportunity to speak in the, on the report of the Consultative Forum on the National Security Policy. It is no secret that. It is no secret. Well, it's obviously you don't listen to what anybody sorry, says, because that's not what I said. Sorry. So listen anymore, open your ears instead of your mouth, and you might understand what people are saying. Yeah, Thomas Pringle to Dandy Healy, right? You might open your ears instead of your mouth. You might understand what people are saying. What they were meant to be discussing and debating um, is uh, this report on Ireland's um, international security policy, uh, the consequence of this forum uh, and forums, uh, fora held around the country uh, during the summer. Uh, the Taunisha today uh, revealing plans from the government point of view to introduce legislation that would get rid of the triple lock. The triple lock means that three criteria need to be satisfied before Irish troops can be deployed overseas you need government approval so cabinet approval you need approval of the doll, and you need a UN mandate and what the Taunashta talked about was the fact that the permanent members of the Security Council effectively have a veto then on how Irish troops are deployed overseas uh, Fianna Fáil Senator and Leader of the Shannon Lisa Chambers is with me um, uh, Senator uh, are you supportive of this plan and if so why? I am I'm, I'm very supportive I think it's long overdue uh, and I welcome the Taunashta moving forward on this uh, bearing in mind he has, he's conducted a significant amount of um, uh, consultation on this with the consultative forum that took place a number of months ago where there was uh, a day of policy events in Cork, Galway and two days in Dublin. So I attended the Galway um, a day of, of discussions. So just to, to go back over what the triple lock requires, if Ireland wants to send more than 12 members of our defence forces abroad, we have to get government approval and all approval, which is not an issue. But we also have to have a UN security resolution. So it has to be uh, agreed to by the UN. And the five permanent members have a veto on any UN security resolution. Those five members, and this is really important, those five members are China, France, Russia, the UK and the US. Only one European member state, the other four uh, are, are third countries. Any one of those countries can decide whether or not we as a sovereign country uh, can send more than 12 people abroad I'm not comfortable with that. I think that's wrong. And I think it should be a sovereign decision on behalf of the Irish government and the Irish people. So what the Taunashta is going to do, he's instructed the Department of Defence to prepare legislation to remove that element of the triple lock that we would require the UN resolution. Uh, and that will come before the Dáil and the Shannon and we will have a full and open debate 
uh, and government will, will step forward to justify why this is needed. And opposition members, okay. those who disagree, will have an opportunity to have their say as well. Um, I don't think we, as, a, as an individual country, should be beholden to the likes of Russia or China when we decide where we want to send our troops on peacekeeping and peace enforcement missions, which is what we've always done and what we're good at. Well, and I think that yeah. should be changed. Well, uh, one of those opposition uh, TDs who might well disagree, I suspect, is Paul Murphy, the People Before Profit TD for Dublin South West. Uh, Paul, your reaction to this proposal? I think this would be a very large nail in the coffin of Irish neutrality. What this is about is freeing the hands of this government or any future government to send Irish troops abroad to fight and die for whatever agenda that the Irish government in future wants to do, with no restrictions. Let's be clear that the double lock is no lock at all because the government, by definition, has a majority in the doll. So if the triple lock didn't exist, not only would we have had the situation, which we did scandalously have, of the Irish government effectively facilitating the US invasion of Iraq by allowing Shannon Airport to be used to transport troops. Not only would we have had that, but that Irish government could have sent Irish troops to participate in that immoral, illegal uh, invasion, which took the lives of hundreds of thousands of Iraqi people and the lives of Irish men and women, overwhelmingly working class men and women, would have been placed uh, in danger. And that's what this is about. And it is therefore vital and we need a commitment from the government, and at the moment they don't intend to give it. This must be decided by the people. Um, this cannot be decided by uh, Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael and this government just using their majority in the doll to run it through. It is far too serious uh, a matter. This must be decided by the people. Um, previously, Mial Martin said we would have a citizens' assembly on neutrality. And then um, that was turned into this sham consultative uh, forum. Um, it is time to have a referendum, a full public debate on this, and let's see where the public stand. I'm confident that the public want to defend uh, neutrality, but let's let's let the people uh, decide, as opposed to have this very serious erosion of neutrality happen uh, by the government. Uh, yeah, Lisa, we live in a democracy. Should the people have their say? Yeah, well, I want to see with a couple of the points that the Paul has raised there. This is not seeking to erode our military neutrality. Well, no, go on. You, you, can, you, can, you can deal with them in a moment. I asked you, do you think the people should have their say? Well, the, the governments are elected by the people. And, you know, hmm. Paul talks about the government like there's some rogue organisation. Dahl and Shannon Aaron, uh, you know, are there to represent people and their views. The consultative forum was not a sham. I attended it. You, you, you ran in the last general election. I don't think you knocked on too many doors talking about the triple lock, did you? Not not a single person has raised it with me on the doors. However, it is a topic for discussion among the defence community and having served in the RDF for 13 years, you know, it is something that if you ask somebody involved in that area, uh, they'll be very, very familiar with. And um, I want to make the point as well that we remain fully consistent with UN, with the UN Security Charter, with international well, law. <laughs> this this scaremongering and this idea that we're giving... Well, we're giving the, this idea that we're giving the government a free hand. The government are elected by the people with a mandate from the people. What we're saying is that we don't think it's right in this day and age that Ireland as a sovereign country would have to seek permission off Russia or China when we want to engage in peacekeeping missions across the world. And that's, that's the key point of this. This isn't going to, to turn Ireland into a big military power. We will never be that. But I do think the public would support that the Irish government, those elected by the Irish people and our Iraqis, will make the decisions on behalf of Ireland and nobody else. And that's what this proposal is about. But we will have a full debate. The legislation mm. is being drafted. It will go before the Dáil and Shannon. People will be allowed to have their say and we will have a full and transparent debate. 
But Paul will have you believe that there's some dark, sinister element to this and that there's a rogue there operation happening to try. There yeah. isn't, Paul, and that's always when you're alive. But Paul, that same spirit that spirit of uh, democracy that you wanted to invoke in terms of letting the people have their say, I mean, it would suggest that uh, the Russians and the Chinese and the French and the Brits and the Americans should have no real say over a foreign oh, policy, should they? Oh, now, like they if, do at if, the moment. If, if the government was proposing to replace the requirement for UN security resolution with instead a requirement for a referendum by the people, if we want to send troops abroad, I would be fully supportive of that. So I have no problem doing that. Sorry, but what the government says, so, sorry, can I just, Paul, is that, that's, is that yeah. your proposal that we would, we would get rid of the Security Council mandate requirement, but we, we would replace it with a referendum every time we want to Take part to in send, a peacekeeping mission. It's, it's it's send more, can I? Am I allowed? Thank you. Um, if we uh, obviously we can engage in self-defense without any need for a, even a UN Security Council resolution. The same would apply in terms of referendum. If you want to get rid of this element of the triple lock, we'll then replace it with the decision of the people. The government has no mandate for this whatsoever. It's a lie to suggest otherwise. Not a single one of the government parties stood on a platform of getting rid of the triple lock. The programme for government says explicitly that all overseas operations will be subject to a triple lock of UN government and all Aaron approval. And when Lisa says, and the, the Tonishta said it too, that don't worry, we're going to operate within the UN Charter. That doesn't make any sense. There are two legal bases within the UN Charter by which you can send troops abroad. One is through self-defence, and the Irish state can currently do that, that without um, the uh, triple lock being uh, invoked. That's under the Constitution. And the other is in a UN-sanctioned uh, peacekeeping mission, in other words, with the agreement of the UN Security Council. So that, that is the only circumstance in which you mm. can legally engage, send troops can abroad. I, yeah. And yet the, the government is planning to get rid of the requirement for that, but then still says we're only going to be within the UN Charter, which will mean yeah. by definition Sorry, that there has not, been... A, Lisa, 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 can I come I back to you? Paul, well, no, Lisa, can, can I come back to you? Yeah. Because uh, uh, Paul mentioned Iraq, which from a, a UN point of view is slightly more complicated. Let me put to you the case of Afghanistan, which wasn't specifically mandated, but was widely perceived to be a legitimate form of self-defence under the UN Charter. That's how it was interpreted. So, well, I mean... Sorry, Paul, Paul, Paul accused the Irish government are facilitating the US invasion of Iraq. I mean, that's an outrageous statement to make and I think that he should withdraw that and that's never been the case. Shannon Airport. Paul has never, Shannon Paul Airport, has never Lisa. responded. Lisa, Paul how much has the use of Shannon Airport? Okay? Am I allowed to say my piece now, Paul, or is it just you that gets to shout over the phone? Shannon Airport, Lisa. I mean, are you, Go on, are you let, okay? let, let Lisa are, respond. Are, Paul, Paul should answer the question. Are you okay, Paul, with China, Russia, having a say over our foreign policy because I'm not and that's what this proposal is about and all of the scaremongering that you've always engaged in on this issue has never come to pass I'll ask ask Paul that question in a moment I'll I'll ask you this question again because you didn't answer it should we have taken part in the invasion of Afghanistan given it was widely perceived to be a legitimate uh, invasion under the UN mandate a UN charter I think the Irish government on behalf of the Irish people have always maintained our role in terms of a peacekeeping um, voice, a peaceful voice and a voice for peace. And we won't be changing from that. And in terms of other wars beyond our borders, I think we've had a consistent approach to wanting peace across the world and never supporting uh, a war in those circumstances. But a suggestion that somehow we facilitate this or we condone this, that's not a fair thing to, to lay on the Irish people or the Irish government. And what I will say is that the government are elected to govern. The suggestion that you have a referendum every time you want to send more than 12 people abroad is just ridiculous. It's nonsensical. It's not workable. So throwing out major policy suggestions like that that you know can never come to pass 
is not a constructive way to approach this debate. But as I said, I'm looking forward to having that debate. I've no problem defending my position on this. Mm. And I think the government will do the same. And Paul will get a chance to have his say as well. But ultimately, this comes down okay. to making sure that when it comes to foreign policy decisions, Ireland decides for itself and nobody else makes those decisions for us. That's the basis of this and nothing more than that. Okay, well, I started with Lisa. So, Paul, I'll finish with you. I think Lisa put two points to you there as she asked you to withdraw yeah, your accusation that Ireland facilitated the invasion of Iraq. And she asked whether you were happy that uh, the Russians and the Chinese uh, have a say on our foreign policy. Firstly, millions, I think it's over three million US troops went through Shannon Airport overwhelmingly on their way to the Middle East to engage in the invasions of Iraq and Afghanistan. That, that, that is a fact. Um, right now, the Irish government refuses to have inspections on planes going through Shannon, which could well be carrying weapons to give to their allies in Israel who are conducting a genocide against the people of uh, Palestine. Um, secondly, Look, we didn't invent this system. Like I said, I would prefer a system of the triple lock whereby the third option is a referendum of the people. But I am against allowing a free hand for the Irish government to decide to deploy troops outside of international law. And that's what deploying troops in circumstances other than self-defence or with a UN Security Council resolution, that's what that, that means. And this is a long existing agenda of the political establishment in this country. You can go back to the year 2000. Fine Gael had a policy document called Beyond Neutrality, which described the triple lock as a political straitjacket that they wanted to get rid of. They want to be free to send troops abroad with their allies of, of the US, mm. of uh, the European Union, both of which uh, it, their main representatives support the genocide that's happening in Palestine. I think the majority of people are against that. And if Lisa wants to have this debate, great. Let's have this debate on places like this, but then let's allow the people to decide. Let's not take such a decision away from the people when you have you no will. mandate whatsoever from the last election or in the programme for government you to will, do so. You will hear plenty more of this debate, I suspect, uh, over the coming weeks and months. Lisa Chambers, Fianna Fáil Senator Paul Murphy, People Before Profit TD for Dublin South West. Thank you both very much uh, for joining me here on the show. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.